0: Today's episode, Loyalty to Betrayal. Is this the real life? It's time to get one. There's no dollar sign on a piece of mine. i high on the- Yes, yes, it is. I'm Jeff Stein. Welcome to The Daily Belief Game. It's called a belief game because life is supposed to be fun, a first of all. And second of all, it's this game that is operated by what you believe. Because what you believe, you receive. What you think about, you bring about. All those different cliches and slogans you've heard, eh, they're true. <laughs> Whatever you pray for, believe you have received it and it shall be yours. If you believe you can or you believe you can't, you're right. And the story you tell are your beliefs, because a belief is just a thought you've thought a lot. Either you acquired it by default from society or your parents or tradition, or you chose it all by yourself. Either way, once you reinforce it and keep adding to it, then it becomes your belief. And when it's your belief, it will dictate your circumstance. This really is a consciousness-based universe. Why not operate on the conception level of existence rather than reacting to the physical circumstances which always follow the conception, the beliefs, the perceptions, the judgments, the choices? That's the daily belief game, and it's daily because momentum is a big deal. The more you program your brain, the easier this gets, and the easier it gets, the easier it gets. And part of this daily belief game is jumping into uncomfortable subjects so that you can form a belief and a choice that serves you, in which you can stand in your truth and your knowingness, that you are being your best you as you proceed forward, knowing what you know now with the circumstances that exist, right? Doing the best you can with uncomfortable subjects. One of those is loyalty and betrayal. Which, if you sniff carefully, you can smell the victimhood in those words. Betrayal, obviously. So I looked at the word uh, betray. It's verb. Expose one's country, group, or a person to danger by treacherously giving information to an enemy. That's betray. And yeah, you can smell the victimhood on that. (laughs) Pretty obvious, right? Because if someone betrays you, you are a victim to their betrayal. Ah, but wait. This is where the mastery comes in. Because... Someone can betray you, sure, but it is you who decide whether to feel betrayed, (laughs) right? And that's a difficult thing, I know, because you can certainly argue that you have been unjustly served and you have every right to be completely offended by it and want to attack back. But that's just matching their victimization with your victimhood, and it makes you feel bad. You're the one that owns it when you feel victimized. And if you just victimize each other, an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. Or before you go on a path of revenge, you must first dig two graves, right? So we know betray, bad word, ugly word. We don't want to tread in there. But the other one, loyal, loyalty, adjective, giving or showing firm and constant support or allegiance to a person or institution. Did you hear that? giving or showing firm and constant support or allegiance to a person or institution. Now, the part of the victimhood in that is that it doesn't include anything about whether or not that firm or constant support is also conditioned upon whether it feels like love or fear, inspiration or desperation, kindness or rightness, because it usually ends up being about rightness, and rightness is also a victim word. Loyalty, in a sense, means you have to pledge your allegiance to me no matter what. Not whether or not it feels good or feels bad, not whether it is good for us or good for the circumstance, but that you have made a commitment to have allegiance above all, right? How is that ever going to work if you will always do something that somebody else wants you to do or some other condition or an organization or a tradition or a religion or an institution? You know, again... All these different things that we make ourselves loyal to. Why would we be loyal to something at the exception of our truth, our knowingness, our decency, our humanity? And you say, well, no, well, if you're loyal to something that is based on humanity, then you're good to go. Oh, well, yeah, well, then you're not really loyal to that. You're loyal to humanity. And that's what I'm getting to. You don't want to be loyal or demand loyalty uh, because it becomes this kind of golden rule thing with punishment right? Do unto me as I do unto you. And if you don't do unto me as I do unto you, then I'm not your friend anymore. (laughs) Well, then that is not doing unto you, unto others. Because what would you really want people to do to you? You would want them to be and walk and serve kindness and love and friendship for the betterment of all involved, right? If you are loyal to love, if you're loyal to inspiration, if you're loyal to humanity, then you don't need to be loyal. You're just being in your truth. Again, loyalty has the victimhood of or else. (laughs) Ain't nobody got time for that. It's scorekeeping. It's what have you done for me lately? It's if your behavior doesn't match my demands for your behavior, then you are disloyal and you are betraying me. Seriously? Now, loyalty works great for criminals, Right. Because they're both doing things that are dangerous. And so the only thing they have holding their selves together is allegiance to protect each other from the danger. But if they were doing things that were good for people, they wouldn't have to have an allegiance. But if you're doing something that's bad or you're victimizing others or each other, then loyalty is the way you somehow make up and give purpose and give some sort of strange veneer of a calling to a circumstance Because you're being loyal, even though you're being crappy to each other, or to a circumstance, or to the world, or you're a criminal, right? And I I exaggerate the differences for the purpose of illustration, because I know people say, well, I'm loyal to family. No, how about you just love family? I love family, and I will always love family because it feels good. Oh, that's better. Because loyal would mean I will serve my family even when it doesn't serve me and or the others and or other families, I'm still going to be loyal. I go over this one because we do this. We find ourselves in this trap. It's a security-based reflex. It's survival-based. Blame your ego. It's okay. (laughs) Your ego wants you to believe that you have to set up security because you're in danger all the time. You only need loyalty if you're convinced you're in danger. But if you're in love, then even if you approach danger, you will summon love to get through it. You'll be inspired and you'll have clarity and you'll have enthusiasm. Your homework is to look at your relationships that may or may not be based on loyalty or a fear of betrayal or security, a crime pact of mutual destruction. Instead, look at your relationships and look for the mutual benefit that you receive for being in them. Commit to keeping your communication open and clear so that that mutual benefit is always the priority. Meaning that everyone in whatever transaction or relationship you're doing are willing participants with an understanding and gratitude for the benefits they'll receive from the relationship. Everyone's going in because they want to be there and everyone's getting what they want out of it. And so it feels as though it is mutually beneficial. And let go of the parts of your relationships that are based on loyalty or betrayal, because you recognize that it's an insecurity. And the best way to execute this mutual benefit over loyalty and betrayal is done by taking care of your side of the street. Just your side of the street. (laughs) Meaning, you bring love, you bring clarity, you bring good intentions, and You monitor whether or not you're doing so. You be responsible for the intentions and the authenticity and the truth of your knowing that you bring to every relationship and every situation. Take care of your side of the street. And then don't focus or score keep or judge how they're doing their side of the street. You can neutrally observe it and say, wow, they seem to be more preoccupied with a fear that I'll take advantage of them than they are noticing the mutual benefit that we have in this relationship. So again, I will take care of my side of the street and I will emphasize the mutual benefit and I will allow them to figure out whether or not they want to focus on their victimhood or their insecurity or their gratitude of the relationship that you have together. Because bottom line, if you are loyal to love, if you are loyal to your truth, your authentic self, your knowingness, you'll have no use for the word loyal and you'll certainly never feel betrayed. Thanks again for listening. As you can hear, I love this stuff. I love getting into the human experience and finding ways to be your authentic self. And so myself and my co-conspirators help you cultivate, sustain, accelerate, and become inspiration in action. JeffsWorld.com. Jeffs-World.com. And until we meet, please think positive.